in movies. Uh, welcome to our friends on Anchor and Spotify. If you're listening not live, you you know you dweebs, you're not listening live. But for those of you listening live on WDC FM and Radio.net and WDC.net, we welcome you. Thank you guys for coming, uh, listening with us. So it's a, it's an interesting week, um, and because there's always like four years in um, the box office where like no movies come out. It's the the uh, the week after. Uh, like it's like New Year's, the first week of January, um, post New Year's or New, when it, depending on where it falls. Um, then you have the Super Bowl weekend um, and Labor Day. So there's always certain weekends that don't like no movies come out, um, and you'll just get like a really low number. So that's interesting. So we're running by the seat of our pants. But um, a developing story that we're going to talk about first on the show, and this is something interesting. We've never done this. Will's joining us from the start. This is cool. Is the coronavirus. Corona. Coronavirus, yeah, the Ronas. Yo, yeah, don't drink Corona, you know, you might get the virus, okay? Well, they, they were out here saying that the coronavirus gets killed by high temperatures and alcohol. <laughs> That's what they were saying on, yeah. on the news. So yeah. I feel like... Corona is the best medication. I feel like that's a little bit ironic. Yeah. I'm sure whatever the real medical term as to why it's called coronavirus, I'm sure there's a real medical thing going on there, but I don't know what it is. We don't know what it is, but and I doubt social media will ever take the time to understand it because it's way funnier to just make fun of it, call it the beer virus. Yeah, but the uh, reason why we're talking about that is um, it's, it has a big significance for at least what this show talks about. So I'll tell Will and I'll tell everybody who's listening new to the show. We always do this. There's just three parts to the show. There is monies, which means we talk about box office, which is why you're here. We're going to have some fun with you a little bit later. Then we have... Um, Shout out to Felipe going six for six two weeks ago. Then we have um, movies. When we review movies, it's all about movies, obviously, but that's like reviewing the aspects of film. And then the rumors is like the news about movies. So that's the three parts of the show. And that's why this coronavirus is part of that first aspect of the show, meaning the, the money. Um, so it's a big, so coronavirus, obviously, you know, it actually happened here in the United States, specifically it's Big in China, as you guys know, I'm not, gonna, I'm not the CDC, I'm not CNN and Fox News, and I'm not going to report to you about the coronavirus. But the reason why it's important for us at the show is just because it's, gonna affect, it's directly going to affect the box office at um, in China. So right now it's Chinese New Year. Did you know it was Chinese New Year? I knew it was Chinese New Year because people were telling me it, but if nobody notified me it was Chinese New Year, I would not. It's the year of the rat. It's the year of the rat. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, this it's, holds it's zero significance to me. But it's a lame, it's a lame thing. It's like, why is it the year of the rat? It's like the year of the dragon, right? That's cool. Exactly, yeah. You were the rat. I, mean, I have just, no idea what year yeah. I was born in. Yeah. 2001? 2001. Maybe it was pig or something. I think. Pig? Yeah, I'll, I'll take something that. Something like that. I don't could know. be worse. Could be year of the rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. But uh, so anyways, um, the reason why I bring this up is that, so basically the tr- because they like had to uh, put like in the quarantines and stuff. They like a lot of the movie theaters and stuff had to close down, and the big movies in China actually um, did not come out. And so the reason why this is important for us is obviously that relates directly to the box office and best directly to the U.S. films because at the moment, even though it didn't direct directly affect any United States films, because again, none of the, there's no big movies out there would be releasing in China anyway. Uh, like a Chinese film called Lost in Russia. I, before I get into it, have you ever seen Chinese films before? I have not seen a Chinese film before, no. Weirdest experience of your life. They're <laughs> so weird. They're like, I watched one on a plane called The Rookies, because like I didn't have any headphones that plugged in, so I just was like 
I'm not going to watch a Chinese movie because I'm not going to be able to hear it anyway. So I might as well read the subtitles. <laughs> so that was, that was a small movie. Yeah. So I was thinking, and it was just like the basically the villain, the plot of the movie was the villain. Um, like he wanted for some, cause his girlfriend died. He wanted to basically create, he wanted this like serum that would be spread out that would make people into plants and flowers and stuff. Huh. Yeah. I know I, I would like to have been in the meeting in which they approved that uh, idea, although I don't know how much uh, us Americans can criticize Chinese films considering uh, we put out cats. So. Meow. <laughs> it didn't get positive reviews. <laughs> All right, no pun intended. But um, yeah. So I don't. It's just really weird. I was actually we had Seth Ron. We talked about Chinese film a little bit. He's from China. He's from Tibet. But like just weird stuff. It's like weird plots and stuff. But anyways, get directly to the point. So this film Lost in Russia, which was a Chinese film, was supposed to make three hundred and forty-six million dollars at the box office in China, and they had to completely like take the film out of theatrical release and release it through the internet, like release it through like, you know, like streaming services. So the reason why I bring that up is a lot of films that are releasing in the short interim term, like Fast and Furious 9, um, Bloodshot, you know, certain films like that, No Time to Die, are going to be relying on China for, for money. And if they can't get that money, that's a, that's a developing story, we'll say, because obviously the health of these people is more important than the movie box office, but it specifically relates to this show because if a movie's relying on you know, 300 million or 200, like Fast and Furious, for example, relies on, you know, $300 million from China, you know, $250 million from China. If they're not going to get that or as much of that, it's an interesting story to to keep a tab on, especially when you consider who's going to win the global box office um, for the year of 2020, who my official picks Warner Brothers, but don't add me there. That's at least for the domestic. Global actually might be, global might be universal, though, either universal or Warner's but not Disney this year. So that's our opening segment. Now we got to read a PSA. Um, so, Will, you want to read the PSA or do you want me to read the PSA? Oh, you want me to read the first PSA and then you read the second one? Sounds good, yeah. yeah I'll, take, I'll take a look. So, so the way we do this is we like to make it so it's um based off what we're talking about. So I'm going to try to find one that's uh, pretty good based off our show. Um, I don't like that one. This is very important to me. He's just like, someone's got to go through this and organize it. This is all right. I'll do this one. I don't even know. For those dealing with da- the daily struggles of caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community with experts and other caregivers for practical advice, tips, and support. Together, let's help each other better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit AARP.org slash caregiving, brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Together, let's help each other better care for us. Take, that's missing a take right there. Some of these PSAs just don't have the proper grammatical, uh, like, words in them. I don't know why you're going to write, you know, a PSA. You might as well get the proper, uh, proper, uh, what do you call it? Like, words. This is why you're right. So now it's time for, like, so basically, we're going to play a game. You ready to play a game? I, I love games. I'm a competitive guy. I would perform the best that the show has ever seen at this game. You got to go 500. You got to go, go 100% then. Okay. So basically, the way this works is 
we do two things. Number one is we go over last week's spot. So basically, this is how it works. You basically have to guess the box office for last week and this week. So we're going to do last week first and then this week next, or afterwards, excuse me. So I'm going to give you like names of movies or for last week, because last week's, you know, this week's more challenging, I think, but last week's, which I guess you brought in. So I'm going to be like, you know, which movie finished first, which movie finished second, which movie made more money than the other movie. You see where I'm going here? You see where I'm driving? Okay. Which movie finished in front of which movie? So, um, last week was an interesting, uh, interesting week. Um, so, excuse me. I was like very, uh, so, um, all right. So you ready? Yep. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you three names. I'm going to, okay. So here's how we're going to do it. I'm going to take, I'm going to give you three options. You don't have to guess which one finished first. Okay. Sure. So we have three movies, right? That finished in the top three. You know, you don't know the order of these, right? No insider information, right? No. Okay. So, Bad Boys for Life, okay, 1917 and Doolittle. Now, I'll give you this piece of information. I'll give you this pe- one piece of information, okay? Bad Boys for Life is in its second week. Second. 1917 is in its fifth week. And Doolittle's in its second week. You see how, like, that kind of fact, because the longer you're in theaters, wink, wink. You know, the more money you're not gonna the more, the more money you're not gonna be able to make, the less money you're gonna make because exactly. you already it goes, have it goes down over time. Yes. So you have a one in third chance, but maybe not. Bad boys for life, 19 this is kind of a tough one. I'm like throwing you in the water here and seeing if you can swim. 1917, do little, bad boys for life. Which mm-hmm. movie finished first out of those three? Well, I'll walk you through my, my thought process here. My first instinct would be to say 1917 solely because out of those three movies, that's the only one that I've seen. How'd you like it? You're the, you're the second person that's seen that show. Um, I mean, that movie, including myself, another guest, the previous guest. Also previous saw guest that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting. I did not actually, I know something critically acclaimed about it is the one shot style. Mm-hmm. That made me kind of dizzy the whole time. It was a little disorienting to watch. I think that's, that's a little bit of the point. I think it is a little bit of the point. You're right. You know. If they can, uh, they can survive whatever planes crashing into barns and get shot at and whatever. And yeah, that scene was crazy. You know, I, c- I could sit through two hours of a slightly busy uh, film style. Um, so my first instinct would be to say that, but what does what does bother me is that that is in its fifth week, and you have two other movies that are in their second week. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen a lot of advertising for bo- both. Do Little and for Bad Boys for Life. Um, and I know Bad Boys for Life, that's what, sequel to a sequel? That's, I mean, that's yes. what, the third or fourth in a series. Yes. And then you have, you know, Do Little, and that's Robert Downey Jr., who I think is phenomenal. Um, but I think my, my final answer is going to have to be Bad Boys for Life. Um, and I'll pick that because. That one in the commercials I've seen seems a little more entertaining. If I had to pick between the two movies, I think I'd go see that one. So that's bad my final boys. answer. Bad boys, bad boys. He got it right. He's one for one. Let's go, sir. Let's go. All right, all right. So now you have another one. Okay. You have that now. Okay. It's another question. So Bad Boys for Life finished first, right? Yes. Okay. So I'll give you this piece of information. I'll give you two pieces of information. Sounds good? Sounds good. good? It's first weekend. It made $62 million. 
And I'll tell you this, that movies usually go anywhere from, they can drop anywhere from 65% to say 40%, 35% in their first show, in their first weekend, okay? So now I'm going to give you an over-under. We're betting here. Okay, the over-under is $30 million. In Bad Boys, it made 62 its opening weekend. Did it make over $30 million this weekend? Or last weekend, excuse me. Or less than $30 million? Hmm. You know, to be honest with you, I do feel like the, uh, the demographic of people who watch that is probably a little bit older people who have watched the previous movies. Um, so I would say if those people feel a little bit more motivated to go, I feel like maybe most of their viewership would have been in the first week, but 30 million does seem a little bit high for something like that. That's sort of 50% drop off, um, which makes me think that maybe it is an over to make it a little more entertaining, but I think I'm going to have to go. I'm going to say it made it under 30 million. You should have said over. Should have said over. Oh. You should have said over. You oh. should have said over. It's Good over. for them. Good for them, really. There's a lot of movies that flop nowadays. So yeah, no, it's making a lot of money. That's that's good. So now, which one? So we said, you know, the top three. I gave you three movies. You said Bad Boys. Now, the 1917 or Doolittle, which one finished above? Which one finished second? Which one finished second? I think I'm going to have to say 1917. And while that does bother me that it is in its fifth week, that one, again, would be if I had to choose between the two, that's the one that I would go see today. Yeah, I want to ask you for gambling advice tonight. He's too, Yeah, he just got it, guys. He just got that one. Now, here's another one. I'm going to give you another overrunner. Now we're running here. Okay. Did 1917 make over, over, this is not, this is just old gut right here. This is old gut. Did it make over $13 million or under $13 million? But I'll tell you this, it didn't make under 10. Like, I'm not either, it made somewhere around 13. It's not like I'm, it made like six or something. I'm not trying to fool you. You know, hmm, I have no idea. So I have to, I have to parse through this a little bit based on psychologically how this question was phrased. Um, <laughs> but it makes me think, right? If the first question was answered over. And now these should be independent of each other, but maybe not. Maybe when you wrote this, you said, ah, the first one was over, so I'll make the second one under. Because our, our, our monkey brains like to think that we're making things even. But on the other hand, it's still, I think, an, an entertaining movie that a lot of people would like to go see. So I'm going to have to go for the over. Yes, you did get the over. Now I'm going to give you another. This is like a double. This is like a double here. Okay. So you get it like a two time, you know, when you like playing Mario, you get like the double time, whatever those movies, uh, those exactly. games. Okay, yeah. What million range did it make? Did it make 16 to 17, 14 to 15, 15 to 16, 13 to 14, 14 to 15? What range? What, what was the million dollar range? I'm going to say it was not much over 13. I'm going to say it was 13 to 14. No, 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 no. That was hard. That was hard. I'll give you that. That was a difficult question. Which one was it? 15 to 16. 15 to 16. Okay. 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 I respect it. I respect it though. So Doolittle finished third. And I'll just tell you right now, it finished at $12 million. Okay. Now the, the largest, the largest new release of the weekend was The Gentleman. Okay. Um, But it made under, I'll give you this one. It made under 12, 
and under 12, okay, because Duolingo made it 12, so it had to be, be below Duolingo. Fourth was, fifth was Jumanji. Jumanji? How many Jumanjis have they made at this point? Three. Three. They made the one back wow. in the 90s and then two more. So Jumanji, that was a good movie really too. We're milking that, aren't we? It's a good movie. movie industry. <laughs> yeah, they, they have to. Um, so it, that made, I'll tell you this, that made 7.7. 7. So it made less than 12, okay, more than 7.7. 7. I'll give you this, though. I'll, it's its first weekend, but it's not a big movie at all. You have just like, I'll give you like a $2 million range. So it made under 12, it made more than 7, 7. So did it, you could say like 8 to 9, you know, 8 and 9, 8 slash 9, 9 slash 10. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I you get my jive? I got I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the eight to nine. I feel that seems reasonable. Nine to ten. Nine to ten. We nine were close. We were that was very close. close. There, I'm challenged. I don't know why. I feel like I'm being hard on you. Next question I give you is gonna be a softball <laughs> question. I'm being like tough on you right now. I feel bad. Um. Okay. So yeah. So just to review like last week was Bad Boys at 34 million, 1917 at 15. This is gonna be a, you better start taking notes in your head because this is important for this week. Okay. Bad Boys for 34, 1917 was at 15, 15 nine. Doolittle was at 12-1. Gentlemen, new release was at 10-6, and Jumanji was at 7-7. Star Wars is dropping, um, but Knives Out is legging out like a champ. Little Woman's legging out like a champ. So some interesting, good, some good news for some of these lower, uh, more niche products. Um, okay, so now let's do this week. Okay, this is this is gonna be interesting. So there was uh, okay, so there's two new releases this week. The rhythm section and Riddle and Hansel. Okay. So we're going to do those first. Okay. But this is where the fun begins. Because you get two options here. I'm going to give you, we're going to, so basically you can, you get three, you get to choose your hint. You get to pick your hint. Okay. So you can either know the Rotten Tomato score. So like you can either know the Rotten Tomato score of like, you know, how good, well reviewed is it? You can know the cast. Or you can know the plot synopsis slash studio that it's made by. Now, I'll just tell you the advantages and disadvantages of all of them. The cast is advantageous because obviously, you know, you could, if you have a good cast, it's more you're going to make more money or less money. But it could also be misleading if you have good reviews. But if you have bad reviews, but you know if it's a big product, you see what I'm saying here? Like, they're all different in different ways. But the plot synopsis and the studio is important because if it's a big studio like Disney, then you know it's going to make more money if it's like an indie studio. So each of them give you positives and negatives. So now, Mitch, which movie do you want to do first? Do you want to do Gretel and Hansel? Or yeah, let's do Gretel and Hansel. Do Gretel and Hansel. Now, do you want to know the Rotten Tomato score, the plot synopsis slash, um, plot synopsis slash studio that it's made by, or um, the cast? <clears throat> let's get the plot synopsis and studio. Let's go for that. Okay. Plot synopsis and studio. Long time ago, in a distant fairly tale countryside, a young girl leads her little brother into a dark wood in a desperate search for food and work, only to stumble on upon a nexus of terrifying evil. It's based off the story of, it's not like it, but it's based off the story of like Gretel and Hansel, Hansel and Gretel, when they try to like. Oh, I would have never, never realized that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, oh, you get the studio as well. This one's actually a good studio to get. Orion Pictures, that's an indie studio. Interesting. Interesting. So that was actually 
I'm probably on the seat because you picked the cast that weren't a club dread also. I'll give you that. I was pretty, I was actually, uh, I was a pretty good uh, move by you. So you know that it was made by an indie studio and you know it's based off a tale. I'll also tell you it's a horror movie. It's not like the kid's story. Um. So does it make, I'll give you this. Does it make, what? Okay, you know what? I'll do this for you. It's an indie studio. Give me a $3 million range. Now, I'll tell you this. It, ma it makes under $13 million, okay? But it makes over $5 million. It's projected to make under, obviously nothing's set in stone, but it's projected to make over th under 13 and over 5 Give everybody a $3 million range. We think it could fall in. I'm gonna go with six to nine million. That's good. Uh, yeah, I was good because you projected to make around eight, yeah. eight, seven, nine. I was good. That's like that's that's good. So okay, nice. what's coming back here? What's coming back now? You want to do the second uh second release of the weekend? Do you we'll want to? We'll do the second. Yeah. Okay. Now it's the rhythm section. Now do you want to know again the same thing? The plot, the studio slash uh, or do you want the cast or the Rotten Tomato score? Or... Be honest with you, this is the first time that I've ever heard of this movie, so their marketing team needs to step it up. Maybe I'm not the target demographic, um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for cast. Is there anybody? Of, of yeah, the there's some potential? people here. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Blake Lively. Okay. Jude Law. Okay. Sterling K. Brown. This is us. He's in this. He's Randall or whatever. Okay. Is it Randall? I think. Um. So that's their cast. Yeah. And I'll tell you, wait, and then I'll also tell you again, this is projected to make under 10. Give me $2 million. Give everybody a $2 million range. Under 10 million, but like, don't say like three to five. I mean, don't say like, you know, like one or something. That's like, it's going to make over like at least three. So under 10, over like three, you get a $2 million range. You're feeling lucky tonight. No, I think I think I'm gonna go for a. You said it was above. Above three, like you're not gonna make up to three on your first weekend, but it's below ten. It's not gonna make a lot. I would say we're gonna go for five to eight, but I think it's definitely on the lower side of that five to eight. Right, you said three, so I'll just say you said you said three instead of two, so it's five to seven. You said five to seven, you're good. Five to seven, yeah. That's like the range anyway. I, I you sniped it. You did good. That was a good range. Now he's heating up. Now he's hot right now. Damn, you're just like a three point shooter right now. Okay, so now. We said so now we know where the so rhythm sections are gonna be around five to seven. Grid on the hands, you know, seven, eight, something like that. Um, so now we're gonna do the number one movie in the weekend. So you know that Gretel and Hands was a new release. I'll tell you this, it's not winning the weekend. Um, and it's not in the top two. I'll tell you, Bad Boys for Life and 1917 are in the top two. Knowing that, you know, there's both movies are both in the both in the top two. This is like I'm just giving you, let's get this going here. Which one finished first? Bad Boys for Life of 1917. Five seconds. Bad Boys for Life. Okay, good. Now, we know Bad Boys for Life finished first, excuse me. How much did it make? Now, I'll tell you this. Again, same sort of range. It hadn't made 34. It's going to drop, you know, 60%, 50%, you know, depending on how good it is. Of a movie, and I'll just tell you this one information: it made over, it made over. I'm not gonna say 
it made under anything. I'm just going to tell you it made over. It didn't make less than like $13 million. It made at least over $13 million. Good, because as soon as you said it, my guess was already going to be fifteen to $17 million. <laughs> That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, that was good, yeah. It, one side I've seen 17 7. Um, so it's pretty good. Yeah. That's a good score. I mean, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good, um, thing for you. Now this one's going to be tough. Okay. This is just like, you just gotta be like a maestro right now. So you, you know, bad boys for life made seven is going to make around 17. We know Hensel, Gretel and Hansel are supposed to make over, over, around eight. You're just going to have, I'm, I'm snipe 1917 for everybody. How much is 1917 going to make? 1917 is going to make. I'm going to go with $12 million. <laughs> Yes, you got it. Uh, Sniped yes, it. Yes, sir. Okay, we're going to... Dude, this is... You just moved way up the leaderboard. But, um, Your performance today. Okay, so we only got two more things out of the top five to go through. So rhythm, I'll tell you this. Rhythm section is actually not going to be in the top five. So now this one's going to be tough. One more question for you. We've got to end on a high note, okay? Sounds good. Two-part question, but one question. Do little and the gentleman. Do little and the gentleman, okay? Okay. So now we know Hansel Girl's making three. I mean eight, excuse me. Uh, rhythm section's supposed to make five. Do little and gentleman and the gentleman are in between those two movies, films. Which movie finishes higher? Or which movie is projected to finish higher? Do little or the gentleman? We go with do little. I think that one's got yeah. a little more star power to it. Yes, you're right. You're right. Now you know five. You know, you know, one's at five, one's at eight. Where those movies, I'll tell you, are both finishing in the same area. They're very close. The project did finish very closely. What n- million number between eight and five? Let's go with six. All right, seven. seven. Seven, but I respect it. I respect well, it. You know, I had I had two guesses there, six or seven. Yeah, so, so 50% chance, you might as well just take it. It's like flipping a coin. Exactly, uh, exactly. Might as well take a risk. So you did pretty well, I got to say. Um, I'm just going to – I mean, you did like – I actually like some tough ones, but you did pretty well. Yeah, so to review this week, uh, Bad Boys Flight supposed to finish first. 1917 supposed to finish second. Griddle Hansel third. Do a little fourth. Gentlemen, fifth, courtesy of Will. Um, so thank you, Will. That was that was pretty. You did pretty. Well. I gotta be honest. That was one of the be- better ones that we've had on. Because some people like I'm trying to help them out, and for you, I was trying to make it harder. So, <laughs> so well, I, I'm certainly proud of my performance. You should be better than Donovan Mitchell last night. Oh boy, don't get me started. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you, no, honestly, at this rate, you'd be on the Utah Jazz, man. Just like be like, yo, I'll be an analyst or something. You know, that's that's something I've thought about. It's a tough. Definitely the sports casting industry is a tough uh, market to break into. But you know, if you know if you know a lot about it, it'll start to impress now. Dude, just be like yo, Quinn Schneider. I'll become like a scout for you. I'll be uh, part of the scout team, man. So yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. I'll run the G League or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yo, who, who who's who's the jazz uh, G League team? Jazz G League team there, the Salt Lake City Stars. Oh, they're in the same city? Okay. Yeah. It's kind of lame. City. I wish they were like in like Provo or something. Uh, they used to be, I think, for a long time back in the day up in Idaho. Oh. Um, although not many, I'm not sure how many people that you can really draw in Idaho. 
But at the same time, I don't know how much is going on in Idaho, so maybe everybody shows up because it's the only thing happening. Yeah. Hey, movies. I bet you everyone in Idaho goes to see the movies. I would imagine. I don't know what else, what when else I would do in Idaho. Neg- negative five degrees. Yeah. Climb mountains, farm potatoes. <laughs> I'd imagine just... Go to Boise State. Like Go to Boise State. Have a blue football field. Yeah, just... Something like that. If, you, if you're from Idaho, I'm sure you can call in or something. Please. Yeah. Oh, this kid knows already. Um, if you can, if you want to call in, the number to call in is 804-289-8790. 804-289-8790. You know, I like that. So, so uh, if you want to call in, you can call in, please. We love when people call in. It's fun. If you think that... Um, we're whack. Will's whack. I'm whack. Please call in. It's fun. It's all fun and games. One time we had someone call in, was not speaking English. <laughs> Just was not speaking. Did you decipher what language it was? Or? I think it was Spanish, I but I was wasn't Spanish. sure. Like it just wasn't English. So. Just shows you the global reach. Of this show. show. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. People in Colombia listening. Thank you. Shout out to Colombia. But, um, yeah. So, and then. One of my friends from back home called for like 10 minutes. That was fun. So we've had some people call in previously. So it's fun whenever, when someone ever, whenever someone calls on, it's always fun. After talking about our caller history, a mysterious man named Rob, supposedly from Idaho, called the show. You don't want to miss it. Nice, nice. So, Rob, I have a question right off the bat for you. What is there to do in Idaho? Uh, potatoes. Potatoes, nice. Um, do you just do you, do you farm them yourself? Do you have a guy, like a potato guy? Okay. So, uh, what what town from Idaho are you from, Rob? Just. Uh, That's North Dakota. Uh, Let's see. Do you you know any cities in Idaho, Will? I I know Boise. Yo, that's not a city, though, I don't think. Oh, is it Boise? Oh, okay. Boise State, right? Yeah, no, it is Boise. Boise's the capital. You're from Boise. Yo, Boise, what's up? Shout out to Boise. So why are you calling the show, Rob? Oh, damn. Oh, Oh, damn. You said you were going to hang up, so you don't have to hang up. Will, do you want him to hang up? No, stay a while, stay a while. <laughs> so, well, I don't think Hansel and Gretel is probably going to make like $30 million. So, I mean, if you make $200 million, you're making like It money. So, like the It movie, uh, too. So, so, like $100 million is still a lot, like Little Woman, stuff like But, like, more apropos for your question. 
Total run? That's a lot of money. You mean, do you mean global or domestic? I'm sorry. Well, it made like two twenty or something, two thirty forty or something. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty good. You know, two hundred is very no, no. No, you're fine. I mean, if you said two hundred million worldwide, that kind of makes sense. But I mean, like, like hands on barrel is probably gonna make thirty million or something, right? Maybe if that, probably more like twenty five. Um, but I mean, if you know, like Knives Out or, or movies like that, like Little Woman, they'll make a hundred, which is still pretty good if you make a hundred million dollars domestically. But I see what your question is, you know, should those movies go to the streaming? I mean, I don't, that's kind of the question is like, if you're a movie now, how do you justify a theatrical release? Why is a theatrical release the biggest? Exactly. It's not even like the cast really makes a difference anymore, too. Yes, but. There's, there's big movies coming out on streaming services. You have yeah. to justify, the, you have to justify releasing. The problem is, is like, like the, like Two Popes, right? That came out on, um. Netflix, they got nominated for Oscars and whatnot. It could work both ways, right? So if Netflix commits to, like, they committed to the Irishman, then you have way more hype as a, as a streaming service, right? Because everyone on Thanksgiving watched the Irishman. But the two popes, not, not as many people watch. Really heard about the exactly. So it depends if the streaming service is going to commit to you. Now, I know, like, for example, HBO Max, which is the streaming service for Warner Media. Potentially might have like DC movies, like fringe products might just release. There's like rumors like the Trench movie that they were talking about might might just release straight to that streaming service. So it really depends. Based on viewership, so like same with shows, they just want to get uh, viewership because the thing is like you could release a movie on theatrical release and just put it on a streaming service anyway. The, the point is like if is it big enough to is it big enough to drive in like more um subscrip- subscriptions because they have to get this exactly exactly yeah but there's there's always gonna be an order with theatrical release because also there might be, if there's also talk of like uh the awards associations basically saying that if you release on a streaming service you're not eligible for awards. Like, you have to release... There's been, like, talk about that. No, they haven't committed to... They haven't said anything yet. No, 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 I know. But people were saying that that's a problem. They, they, they're saying, basically, if you want to get nominated for any of these guilds or any of these, like, Academy Awards, Golden Globes, you have to release... You have to have a theatrical release. You can't not... This is people saying that. They haven't committed to it, but because you were like, it's not fair or whatever. But we'll see. I mean... I, a theatrical release is always going to be king just because of the amount of money. It's it's so lucrative. But but also in, for streaming services, there's also a low risk at uh, less risk by... Um, well, for the movie it is, yeah. Which money is because other products can kind of keep it afloat. Well, you're, you're selling low in a sense because you have to like sell your rights to a streaming service outright. So you have to just like... So it depends on how much money you're going to be you're going to get from a streaming service, the film perspective. Now, the streaming service is going to make more money. But from a film perspective, how much money are you going to make from from um, uh, from a streaming service? That's really the question. So I don't know. We'll see with, like, Disney Plus and because there's more competition now. Basically, every studio has a connect. You know, Disney with Disney Plus, obviously. Warner Brothers with HBO Max. Universal with Peacock. 
Uh, Paramount, oh, CBS. I don't. I, uh, well, they haven't really said anything. That's more of an HBO Max thing that I've seen, and also Paramount and CBS All Access are they're both part of the same company. Really? So we'll see. The only sur- the only studio right now that's not has a direct that's com- that the only streaming service right now that's like parent company doesn't own a streaming service is Sony because it's just Sony like the tech company. But the other four major studios have a connection outright. So we'll see. Excuse me? Hulu? Hulu, yes. Disney also owns Hulu. They bought out. Hulu was owned by Fox, Disney, and uh, 30% by Fox, 30% by Disney, and 30% by NBC. And then 10% from, like, a, I think from, like, Hulu, the actual company. But then once they bought out Fox, they had a 60% stake. And then they basically just, they did another deal with then NBC because we're, like, we don't have any voting power anymore. So... They basically bought from NBC, so they bought it outright. Disney okay. did, but then did did like NBC didn't lose anything out of the deal because they they have their own now. Just Disney gained more because they have more po- possibilities, obviously, to have like cross packages yeah, and stuff. It's definitely a threat to the uh, box office success. Thank you for your interpretation. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Rob from Boise. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep, thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. I'm just making suspicion that Rob is not from Boise. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so, but I'll tell you this. Honestly, now this show needs to go to Boise. We're going to have a live episode from Boise, boys. Yo, downtown Boise. Let's do it. I'm looking at pictures of Boise right now. It looks pretty cool, I got to say. I don't know. I just I can't. The problem with living in, like, Boise is, like, okay, like, the city itself is probably pretty cool, but, like, you still live in like the middle of nowhere, you know. Like two hundred thousand people live there, but two hundred thousand. Wow. But you're in the middle of nowhere. That's the problem, unfortunately. You're so, in the middle of nowhere with two hundred thousand people. So <laughs> I guess you. I guess you have to. Everybody has to just chill out in the middle of nowhere by themselves. Then. I mean, that's a different. That's like a different country out there. I've never been. Have you ever been out there, like to Montana or Wyoming? I've been. I've been to Alaska. Okay. Um, Alaska is feels like another planet. Uh-huh. Just everything is nature is massive up there. The mm-hmm. Mountains, the trees, the everything. It just feels like uh, you know, like somebody just turned up like the bigness setting mm-hmm. in like the world, if that makes sense. And it's just definitely it's a it's a crazy experience if you ever get the chance to go. Wow. You go. Wow. All right, so we're just like Alaska, right? Like the like, you know, like how every state has like the visit, you know, like like the promotions, like visit New York or visit Virginia. Yes. The Alaska people are just like, oh, thank you, like visit Alaska. So we just yeah. get like a low key like sponsorship from Alaska. We'll we'll pump up Alaska anytime. We'll pump, yeah. If you if you're willing to to slide us something, you can Venmo. Yeah. James here, the state of Alaska can do that. Um, yeah. Get an official. We're, we're willing to to pump up. You know, most things. Yeah. Anything. I mean, not anything, but you can't say anything once you say anything. Once you say anything. Only anything, bad things. Anything will come. Yeah. The only only bad things happen. So, um, so, so, yeah, that was cool. We got a call. And so if you want to call again, I'll just say it one more time. Maybe, you know, same one here. 804-289-8790. We got to say our second PSA. Will, you want to say our second PSA? I would love to say the second PSA of the day. Okay. 
Do so, I get to pick a random PSA? Yes, you can pick one that's based off what we're talking, like an allegory for what we're talking about. Just whatever one uh, suits your, uh, uh, you know, purpose. Really, whatever you like, frankly. Interesting. We're going to talk about some child passenger safety. Yes, sir, baby. Did you know that motor vehicle crashes are a leading cause of death for children ages 1 to 13? And that the fatality rate could be reduced by about half if the correct car seat were always used? Three out of four kids are not as secure in the car as they should be because their car seats are not being used correctly. By visiting safecar.gov backslash the right seat, parents and caregivers can find out what the right car seat for their child's age and size is. Be sure you're sure. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. I think I did pretty good with that one, for being honest. I think you did pretty well as well. It's a serious topic, though. A lot of the PSAs are serious topics. I think that's the point of the PSA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a public service announcement. It is a public service announcement. Um, Feel free to call in too. Uh, we'll be making recommendations as to what car seat uh, you should be sitting in, regardless of age, um, regardless of uh, who you are. You could be 100 years old, you could be 10 years old. Yo, why is I will make car seat recommendations. Okay. If you want to call me, please call the show. We have Christian on the line. Christian. Christian has called us. Christian. Christian, welcome to the show, Christian. Christian from Trenton, New Jersey. He is on the line. He has James' personal yeah, number. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Christian, Christian West, um, he didn't have anything to input about rumors, money, money or and movies. movies. Yeah. Uh, we gave him three categories. Dude, what is going on right now? I thought for... Because when he called me, I thought he was calling for the show. I was like, okay, this is weird. But then he's just like, I was weird. Look, if you're listening to the show today, this is, this is, I mean, that was like, that's on the level of the guy who wasn't speaking English. I mean, we're just, we're getting, we're getting crazy today. What, uh, what car seat do you think Christian would use? <laughs> like, uh, oh, I, man. if I had to make a recommendation, I would say like, a, you know, one with a seatbelt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, always wear your seatbelt, though. It's stupid not to. But you know this is like kind of off topic, but I'll just bring it up anyway. Like they said, like reverse psychology, seatbelts actually cause more accidents. Interesting. Because like when there weren't any seatbelts, people would drive slower, right? But now because there's seatbelts, like they have more safety. Interesting. So they drive faster. It's kind of weird, but when you think about it, it makes sense. Hmm. But like you still need seatbelts because like I'd rather not fly out of my car than fly out of my car. But yeah, I would say definitely like I'm not a big into like flying through the windshield. <laughs> Guy, don't you like the old the arm? Like, yo, you know, my yeah, the stop. arm, like, you know, like when you're little and you're driving around somewhere and somebody gets you the big the arm over your, yeah, over yourself, but not gonna work if you're driving 75 miles per hour and have to have to uh, stop short. Also, my mother texted me 2001 was the year of the snake, 2001, year of the snake. That's cool, that is a cool one. I am, I'm happy about that. I am very happy about that. When's your birthday, Will? Just my birthday, my birthday is in April. It's April third. Ooh, April fifteenth. Got the April fifteenth. Nice. Good. I don't know if there's any April songs out. Speaking of April, um, Fast and Furious Nine comes out in April. The tra- the first trailer tra- drops today, which is very late for a movie like that to drop its first trailer. Usually, drop six months in advance at least. This movie's dropping 
two months from release date. Do you like Fast and Furious or no? One of the things that I like most about myself is that I have never watched a Fast and Furious movie, and I never will. That's one of my favorite things about myself, that I have not succumbed to a series with nine movies in it. I know there's plenty of, of Fast fans out there probably listening right now going, what? You're missing out. You're not living life to the fullest. No, no. But if there's one vestige of this world that I will never succumb to, it is Fast and Furious movies. They're just so like... I mean, they had the one when Paul Walker died. The one right after his death. And that was pretty like, just because like he died. It's pretty emotional. But like, they're just like, you realize it's like stupid because like, these people should die like 11 times in the movie. Like, just like should flat out die and they don't. Like, they're called like, just like, can we have a little bit of realism? Like, I know you're trying to be like, all like actiony and stuff, but like, the guy should get to write, like you have him do something that directly should lead to his death. It's like, logically, like he flies out of building, just doesn't die. He drives a car, like, just like, yeah, it's cool, but, you know, don't try it at home. But yeah, that trailer drops today. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, speaking of trailers and ads, it's Super Bowl weekend, and uh, there's going to be some movie trailers, movie ads um, out there. Do you like Super Bowl ads or no, Will? I do like Super Bowl ads. Um, big. I'll pay attention to those just as much as I pay attention to the game. <laughs> I know a lot of... Look, a lot of people pay even more attention to commercials in the game. Yeah, I know I know my sister and my mom do. I stopped watching. I'm I'm a Redskins fan. Yeah. And um, so I stopped watching football um, after week four. So, unfortunately, I, I've never had a reason to care about the Super Bowl. I understand. So, a, lot a, little, of a little unfortunate for me. Like, everybody's different. Um so yeah, we'll see. I mean, there should be some movie uh we jumping that up is there should be some movie trailers, uh movie ads coming out. I'm sure it's fast and furious will have a will have a will have a spot. Um uh, so Warner's won't have a spot, Sony won't have a spot, both of them are sitting out, but Disney's gonna have some stuff for Mulan, I saw. Um, and Paramount's gonna have actually a bunch. They're gonna have like a they're gonna have like a I saw that they might have a 60-minute spot actually, which is a lot. They might have like a 60 minute spot or 30 minute spot, 30 second spot, not 60 minute. That's like the whole game. Uh, 60 second spot for uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Do you, you ever play Sonic? Uh, I think I have. Not in any capacity in which I would remember it right now, but I think yeah. I, I understand it. Yeah. Sonic, did you hear like, so the Sonic movie had a trailer come out okay. for it, and the Sonic design was so bad. It was like awful. He looked like a rat. Or something <laughs> so they like and they got destroyed on social media and people were like this movie stinks so they basically came out and said paramount it's released by paramount they said we're going to push back the release date and we and we do the cgi and then they redid the cgi and it's like this show is awesome and everyone loved it it's just like it's what happens when you listen to people and you realize what you're doing is like not you know good but it's crazy because like the, like the first like um like you know how sonic is like yellow you know at all Sonic or no? Sonic, there's a yellow Sonic. I know like, he was blue. Look, so this is what around. this is what Sonic actually looks like. Okay. And this was their first design for him. He looks like a journal. I would I would have liked to have sat in a meeting in which they looked at that and said, Yes, I'm gonna make people watch look at that that creature for two hours. I mean, look how much better that looks. 
Like, it's light years better. Light years better. I, I agree. I feel I feel slightly bad for the guy who designed the original Sonic. Because, you know, he put in a lot of effort. He should have fired, though. And he put it out, and just everybody said, wow, this is awful. Um, I mean, look, it's just like, if you, if you have a computer right now, look it up. It's horrendously bad. Just laughably bad. And then the other one's so much better, and the trailer was so good. Like, everything about it was better. They actually have a funny trailer. It, it looks good. I'm, it looks good. I'll give them that. I, I would say that the, the new one looks like, you know, looks like a cartoon character. Looks like, you know, a lovable hero. The old one looks like he lives in a sewer, and he likes it. Like, he's down there in New York City sewer grates, you know, with the alligator population that lives in them, and various... You know, rats other rats and, and such. And he's like, the rat came down there. And every now and then he comes up and one day Paramount kidnapped him and said, we're going to make a movie with you. He didn't know any better and said, okay. So definitely the redesign was a good idea. Um, I think it's crazy that uh, social media was able to bully a studio into uh, changing their design significantly. Well, you should know about Star Wars then. Star Wars. I, I don't know if I'm hip to, to that. Well, Last Jedi came out, and okay. so three. So I said this is four types of Star Wars fans. There are uh, people who just like are like old, but just love the sequel trilogy for I don't know what reason. You have, and then in my opinion, you have like fake fans of some sort, and then you have like two percent of the population just like racist and just doesn't like the sequel trilogy because it's diverse. And you have people like me who just don't like the sequel trilogy because it's bad. Um, so after Last Jedi, people like were. People like myself are really critical. I don't say like myself because I'm special. Like, it's an actual thing. I, mean, I didn't say like, I didn't like it the minute I saw it. It's not because of that. Um, and we didn't like, people didn't like it, but there was like, a small fraction of the community that was like, you know, like, because a lot of people were like women or stuff or, or, or minorities. So Disney got like, people were very critical of the movie. So basically Disney like scrapped their original, they like fired the director or they he walked away because of creative differences. And they basically like retconned the third movie to basically like destroy the second one. It's a trilogy. Interesting. Yeah, because people were upset. So I guess Disney listened to the fans, but I don't Interesting. know. I, I thought I, that was the best thing. I was told uh, in high school one time that I was not allowed to drop out. Uh, I tried to drop out of high school due to creative differences that I had yeah. with um, my teachers. And they said that was not, not a legitimate reason. Yeah, yeah um, I mean. But... Uh, I've yet to try that here at the University of Richmond. At some point, I think I will have creative differences. Yeah. And yeah. at that point, you know, if they're not going to support my artistic vision, what am I to do? And if my artistic vision is uh, never going to class and not doing anything, who are they to stop me? You know what they say, right? Creative difference. <laughs> everything happens for a reason. Exactly. Everything exactly. happens for a reason. So, like, speaking of everything happens for a reason, this is the last thing we're going to talk about today. Um, do you watch superhero movies at all or no? I do, yeah. So um, definitely seen a bunch of the Avengers. Um, it's debatable whether or not you count Joker as a superhero movie. I think that was the last one that I saw. Mm -hmm. Well, um, this, this is a number I'm familiar. So next week comes out Birds of Prey. Birds of yes, yes, Harley Quinn and mm -hmm. her her gang. Yes, that's a movie that I'm actually really. I think I'm gonna go see. Yeah, I want to that one looks like yeah. it'll be really entertaining. I really love the sort of aesthetic that the writers and storytellers have created for Harley Quinn. Obi Wan's in it too. You really? Right here, the guy who played Obi Wan. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, That's one of the main reasons why I'm excited. Yeah, I, I really love what they have done, at least to create that character in previous movies that she's appeared in. Um, so that's that's one I'm definitely going to go watch. Yes. So the reason I say everything happens for a reason, because after uh, Batman vs Superman and Justice League, DC looked dead, dead. But now with Aquaman, Shazam, Joker, they're on the resurgence. So we'll see how Birds of Prey goes for them. It has pretty, really, it has really good word of mouth. People are saying it's really, really good. Um, it's like people are saying it's really, really good. Um, so I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that I'll see it. Um, this is a little bit announcement for the show. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'll see you Thursday night, um, so I can talk about it on the Friday show, so I can actually like give a review for it. If I can't do that, I'll. I mean, I'm sure I'll see it over the weekend, but we'll see. Um, so I'm very excited. That has Black Widow. I mean, excuse me, Black Canary. Black Widow's coming out in May. Uh, Harley Quinn, Black Mask. Um, the questions probably in it with Renee Montoya. Uh, Huntress, so it's very exciting. We'll see. We'll see also how it connects to any larger plans for the DC as a whole. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. We'll see. But DC's on the resurgence. It's become an exciting time in superhero. We finally have a real, real like war, a real competition between DC Absolutely. and Marvel, which is better for everybody because Marvel's become a juggernaut. So they need someone to kind of limit them. Do you have any last thoughts before we have to sign off here, Will? Uh, I would just like to say that I appreciate you for having me on the show. I've had a lot of fun. And uh, make sure y'all tune in. Rumors, Money, and Movies. Yes, thank you. Well, shout out to Rob for calling in. That was fun. Uh, shout out to Idaho. Shout out to Alaska. Shout out to guy who made Paramount, Sonic Guy. Who else we shout out to? You have guy who redesigned Sonic Paramount guy. Free range. Shout, shout out to Christian for shout calling. Out to Christian. I was about to say, shout out to Christian for calling. Uh, Christian sits next to me in uh, my insects bio lab, and yeah. I don't pay any attention there, and he tells me what's going on. I saw your bug soup. The you bug put... soup is fun, yes. Did you eat any? I did not eat any of the bug soup. Uh, uh, for reference, the bug soup is a uh, collection of insects that was caught on campus that we were classifying and sorting. Um and basically, it was nasty looking, and we said that's what they eat over at VCU. Ooh, um, VCU's a better basketball team than us, though. Unfortunately, Turning oh, Bound, oh. Turny Bound, they're gonna make a movie about that. But um, all right, well, thank you on behalf of Will, behalf of myself, behalf on WBCE ninety point one FM. My my person that comes in after me isn't in today. Don't worry though, we have a stacked music lineup for you. Uh, let's keep listening. If you listen on the podcast, thank you guys so much. Uh, God bless if I'm allowed to say that. Thanks, everybody, and uh, have a great weekend and a great Friday.